Oh man. All right, Jeff. I- <laughs> go make a sandwich, man. Get you some water. Pull up a chair because uh, it's gonna take a minute to go through this. She wants to dance, so I'm like, let's go. Great idea. Totally disregarding the whole beer bottles in my pants, right? Beer bottle pants just run around. Bottles are just falling out of my drawers and breaking on the dance floor. Literally make it rain. But man, it was a Friday night when this happened. So I had the whole weekend to just sit in like anxiety about it. Like shit. Every weekend there's parties to attend. And you don't want to go see the same people that you just saw the night before after some shit like that. So I cannot wait for Monday for people to forget to drink the next Saturday and Sunday nights. Destroy some brain cells and hopefully the brain cells that remember that night at the sports bar. Uh, hey Norm, can you wake up Jeff over there? Thank you, fell asleep. Welcome to The Flex. Let's be Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Ah, the draft has come and gone. Fantasy football picture is coming more into focus, starting to get that clear picture of 2018. Welcome into the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes alongside Jeff Kelly. Big worm in the house. How y'all doing, fellas? Doing well. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. I got a nice tan going. How was the cruise, man? Cruise is fun. It was Kara's sister's 40th birthday, so we already hang out with her every day. She got engaged, so that was the cool part. Other than that, I lost some money gambling. Please subscribe to the show. Please leave us a review. And we're still running the promotion. If you leave a review, take a screenshot and email it to theflex at fantasysportsstudios.com to be registered for our quarterly giveaway. And once again, as a reminder, this giveaway includes an Ezekiel Elliott Dallas Cowboys home jersey. What is y'all's one takeaway from the 2018 draft? Number one takeaway. The Browns are who we thought they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Worm? I don't got that. Oh, well said. All right, we got a ton to dive into today. Now that the 2018 NFL draft is in the books, we check the pulse of the nation. We go across the league and look at the impact the rookies can make on their new teams, on the veteran players on those teams, and most importantly, the impact they could have on your fantasy teams. But before we get into the winners and losers of the 2018 NFL draft, I've got something to say. That's diva quarterbacks acting like a couple of dicks. Opening take. Dick of the week. And for the week's dick of the week, I've got a twofer. Not one, two dicks, one show. Not to be confused with two girls, one cup, Jeff. Heard. Let me preface this first one by saying I love Tom Brady. I love him. All right. Greatest of all time, but I call him how I see him. I don't drink the Kool-Aid. I'm not a homer when it comes to news or fantasy, even though I may sound like a homer in today's show when we get to some of the rookies I like post-NFL draft. But Tom Brady is one of my dicks of the week. And Tom Brady's always been a square-ass mofo, always been like a real dorky guy. He's, he's Brendan Fraser's character in the movie Blast from the Past. I don't know if y'all have seen that movie. Here's a line so you get what I'm saying. What are you 
looking at? Oh, my lucky stars, a Negro. Say what? How do you do, ma'am? Tom Brady to a T. Coach Belichick and Mr. Kraft, do you feel appreciated by them and do they have the appropriate gratitude for what you have achieved? I plead the one, two, three, four, five. I plead the Jeff, I know you've had a lot of practice with that phrase. Say it for me one time, man. Played the fifth. He's always been, for the majority of his career, a quiet guy. Doesn't leak stuff out to the media. Doesn't really complain. Keeps everything in-house. Team first mentality. But now he does not, man. Now he doesn't at all. Now he's leaking out more shit than a 90-year-old who forgot to change his diaper 20 minutes after meatloaf day in the senior cafeteria. Tom Brady's just... He's a fag, isn't he? Yeah, well, at least you finally you realize it. Oh, oh, oh no, no, I'm I think surprised. he's a great player. He's a great player. He's just a weird dude, man. Weird dude. Then you've got the other dick of the week who's probably pled the fifth more times than the Golden State Killer in the past week, Ben Roethlisberger, who's had a long run of rape allegations a while back. But aside from his rap sheet, he's been contemplating retirement for the past three seasons. And dude sounded real ready to quit after the January 2017 AFC Championship game when they lost to the Patriots. It was very Brett Farvish, very Brett Favre-like. And then just recently, as a couple months ago, even then he was saying that he's contemplating retirement. But now, now the Steelers draft Mason Rudolph in the third round. And now Ben's whining like a little bitch. Oh, well, I've got another three to five years in me. So he's going to have to wait a while if I have anything to say about it. I think Rudolph was a great selection by Pittsburgh. Can you blame Pittsburgh here? I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's just always complaining, man, in the offseason. And then he's going to come out and say something like that. Wasn't he just contemplating retirement like midseason last year? Yeah, I mean, the last couple of years. He's acting like a little bitch over there, man. (laughs) The the F. They got to protect themselves because Ben Roethlisberger is trying to be Brett Favre 2.0 over here. So, I like the move by Pittsburgh. Big Ben, sit down, you beer-bloated bastard. You know, I've I've got a half dick, a half-point dick, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, after being drafted by the Arizona Cardinals at pick 10, says that there were nine other teams that are going to regret not taking himself, Josh Rosen. I'm pretty sure that... uh, He's probably wrong. Yeah, I'm, I think it's pretty safe to say he's, he's, he's wrong there. I'm sure the San Francisco 49ers at pick nine are really going to regret not taking you over there. Oh, man, what the hell are they going to do? Could have had Josh Rosen. Now you're stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, my lordy, the sky is falling. Shut up, Rosen. Just be thankful you got picked by a team whose current starting quarterback is held up by popsicle sticks and scotch tape. What do you think of Josh Rosen going to Arizona real quick? That's the best pick they could have made. They needed a quarterback. They got Bradford. At least you got a guy that can start. Yeah. And they're saying he's probably the most pro-ready at all the players. Uh, I mean, all the other quarterbacks. Well, if you look at him, because of Bradford he looks like Aaron Rodgers. He does a little bit. Yeah, like I said. Like Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah, like a... He actually trains with him. He trains with Rodgers, yeah? yeah? Yeah. So if he's half as good as Rodgers, that's a hell of a pick. Oh, I don't think he's going to be nearly that good. All right, let's get the ball rolling on today's show. 
We've got 10 questions about 2018 NFL rookies. We got surprise picks, winners and losers in the mailbag. But first, let's go five up, five down. Five up, five down. All right, five up. Who are your top five rookies in good to great situations for fantasy success? Y'all go ahead. Who, who's your five? Top five rookies in good situations. Obviously, everybody's probably going to agree with Barkley. Oh, yeah. In great position. Got good receivers on the outside. Got a quarterback that can control. Needs a good blocker, so that'll help. I think DJ Moore is going to have a big value in Carolina. I actually think Hayden Hurst has a good opportunity because Flacco loves his tight ends, and then once Flacco gets hurt after week four or five or gets benched, you're going to have a rookie come in who's going to throw the tight ends. They're safe value. I actually, Sony Michelle, too, and Calvin Ridley are right there on my borderline five because I think with Calvin Ridley, you got Julio on the opposite and Sanu, so he could play the slot or Sanu plays a slot. Julio can line up anywhere always. And you got Matt Ryan, who's a halfway decent quarterback, who can help him out. As well as Sony Michelle, if he doesn't have that fumble in his shoes, he, he could have a great opportunity there in the backfield because they don't really have a power running back no more. Yeah, that's true. Good point. How about you, Worm? I like uh, Michael Gallup, Cowboys. I mean, yeah. Well, the receiver they got, you know, Alan Hearns. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, so yeah. Uh, I like Royce Freeman, Denver. Yeah. Ronald Jones, Saquon, of course, and uh, DJ Moore. Yeah, I like DJ Moore, too. I wouldn't be surprised if DJ Moore is the best receiver in this draft, even though he wasn't rated the highest. Well, he, yeah, what, I think it could was be. Was he the first? Calvin Ridley was, the first was rated off the, the highest. He was first off the board. Yeah, he was the first off the board. I think he falls in a great opportunity with um, Carolina, who need a good possession receiver. Yeah. Funches did good last year. I just don't know if he has the same ball skills that DJ Moore does. Yeah, I agree with that. I like Funches. My five rookies up. Oh, uh, yeah, like you said, Jeff, obviously Saquon Barkley. I'm going to go Royce Freeman also in Denver, DJ Moore in Carolina. I think Rashad Penny in Seattle just for the fact that they need to run it back desperately. I do like Chris Carson, but they took Penny, obviously, well, obviously, they don't like Chris Carson that much because they took Penny in round one. So I think Penny's going to have uh, an immediate opportunity to come in there and start. I like Carryon Johnson, Detroit. I think he's going to, at some point, he's going to be the future back, I think, in Detroit over the Garrett Blunt. And, you know, I'll throw a couple other guys real quick I like, too. I like Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. Believe it or not, Cleveland's got some good talent around that team now. They got Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman. got some weapons over there. They got a stable of running backs now. I think David Njoku immediately becomes a sleeper tight end for fantasy in 2018. He's kind of flying under the radar right now. And regardless if Cleveland rolls with Tyrod or they unleash the new sweetness, Baker Mayfield, I got a new nickname for the Browns offense. The Baker's Dozen. With Baker Mayfield, it's clever, right? I like it. I mean, Baker Dozen 13, you got 11 players on offense, but whatever, whatever. It's good. And Joker's going to be serving up big goods in the end zone in 2018. No doubt about it. Coming into the draft in 2017, Njoku was the guy. He was the consensus number one overall tight end ahead of Evan Ingram. He just didn't have a damn quarterback that gets, that could get him the ball. Now he's got two that I feel are going to be pretty solid at getting him the ball, finding Njoku pretty regularly. And then you got another guy like Mike Gesicki in Miami, the tight end. No more Jarvis Landry in Miami. I think Gesicki could be... We'll hit on him soon, but I think he could be this year's uh, Evan Ingram. Not gonna, not to say he's going to 
put up those kind of numbers. They said he can't block where shit, though, but they said they drafted him for catching options. So damn athletic, too, he's, man. He's like six, They might actually put him at a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, they said he's more of a... He's almost like a slouch. They like said six, more like Jimmy Graham. Yeah, like Jimmy Graham. Yeah, can't block six, for five shit. 6'5", like and him. runs at like 4'4", four, four or 4'5". Four, That's pretty fast. He's talented, man. Talented. Wrong size. I'll take it. Yep. How about five rookies who will get buried in the depth chart? I'm opposite of you, man. I think Baker Mayfield gets buried behind of... Uh, Tyrod Taylor, I think Nick Chubb for the Browns. Two Browns guys are off rip with Duke Johnson taking third down roll and you got Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde stays healthy. Chubb's barely going to see the field, I believe. Mason Rudolph and Pitt is going to get buried by behind Big Ben. I think uh, Traquan Smith on the Saints. I don't I don't know if he'll see the field that much with uh, with um, Thomas and then uh, what's his name came over from the Bears? Meredith. Meredith. So, and then as well as uh, Mark Andrew in Baltimore. He was my number one tight end. I don't even understand. They drafted Hayden Hurst, which I think Hayden Hurst is probably going to be the starter. I don't know what's going on there in Baltimore. Yeah, I, I don't get it for them too. You know, I, I, well, I liked their first two picks with Hurst and Jackson. But I agree. The two tight ends taking Mark Andrews in the third round. I, they Maybe that he was just the best player on the board by far. They had to take him. Sometimes it happens. Well, did they have any other tight end on their roster? Yeah, they got like three other tight ends. Max Williams. Yeah. They got the other guy that was starting last year. The other young white guy. I forgot his name. Uh-huh. Yeah, they got a few guys. I mean, I, I I'm assuming they're going to run two two tight end sets, which I think Max Williams got to go. He's he's too injury prone. He had a lot of hype coming out of college, but he just can't stay on the field. It could work with two tight ends. I'm not saying it won't. I mean, I remember back in 2001, maybe it was when uh, when the Ravens took Ben Coates and Shannon Sharp and put them together on that team, and maybe that's what they're kind of trying to replicate here. They're trying to just uh, move on from Brashad Perriman, who's just garbage. And um, What a waste. Yeah, go ahead and roll out two tight end sets, man. And you got Kenneth Dixon coming back. You got Alex Collins. And you got uh, Michael Crabtree, man. So maybe they're just kind of running Crabtree. like a heavy set. Uh, my five rookies, I got, uh, I think, Sonny Michelle get buried. Nick Chubb. I think on Johnson gets buried. But I do like him in Dynasty. Oh, I like him in Dynasty, too. Dynasty a lot. Um, was it Keelan Balaj, the guy? Oh, oh. Balaj. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Down in Miami. You think he's going to get buried? Yeah. Yeah? This year. I think maybe next year he has, maybe has a role. Okay. And there's guys. I can see you saying you got okay. Kenyon Drake and you got Frank Gore. I don't see how that guy can touch the backfield because Kenyon Drake is pretty much, he's I, proved he's a three-down back. I think maybe in uh, Dynasty, he, he, sure. can, he can have some value. For me... I got Calvin Ridley. I mean, he's going to be a starter, so I guess he's not really going to be buried in the depth chart. But I wouldn't expect a heavy target share for him. A lot of weapons there. I mean, I think he's going to get somewhere around 45, 50 catches, 600 yards, maybe maybe four or five touchdowns, maybe. I don't think he's fantasy relevant this year, though. Dynasty, though, I do like him. Dallas, go Dirts in uh, Philly. I mean, Zach Ertz is still the guy there. Trey Burton didn't really have any value until Zach Ertz went out, so that's pretty much the same case for go Dirt. I'm going to go Nick Chubb in Cleveland. Like I said, stable of running backs there. Yeah, we're all on board on that. I just think it's yeah. going to be hard for him to see the field. And yeah, for sure. Barring an injury, it just when you got those two guys already. I can get behind the the Bellage in Miami just because I think he's going to get some play. But I don't think he's going to get a lot of play. I think you're right. And Frank Gore is kind of the uh, the rookie running back killer, you know, because Frank Gore just always stays upright somehow. So, <laughs> somehow. Yeah. And for a fifth running back. Mm. You can do any position. You don't have to do five running backs. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, any position. 
All right, I'm going to go. Gary did Calvin Ridley. <laughs> any position. Chris Jakes, any position in <laughs> softball. Boy, stru- yeah. boy struck out swinging. <laughs> slow pitch. Twice slow pitch. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, oh, shit, man. Today, Junior. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with DJ Chark in Jacksonville. I think he's gonna get buried. They got a lot of wide receivers there. What's gonna be fourth or fifth? Probably at best in the depth chart. I think. Blindsided. What the hell happened? Didn't see that coming. Like the color purple when the chick pulled out that big ass. Well, you know the scene. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. What are some of your surprise picks from the NFL draft? Denzel Ward at four. Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. 32. That was a surprise for you? He should have went higher, I think. I think he's going to the Ravens is a surprise. I didn't think they are going to move up to get him. I thought the Bengals were going to make a play for Jackson. I they should have. Yeah. I don't know who's worse, Fleck or um, Dalton. That's <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, Flacco's definitely on the way out in Baltimore. This is definitely his last year. Definitely. I would, unless he was the Super Bowl. When I beat some shit. Oh, man. Wouldn't that yeah, be? when that be? be like Eli Manning in 07. When uh, he was on his way out in New York, yeah, then turned shit around because he won that Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some painful memories. For me, I'll, I'll give you a few right now, man. I thought Sony Michelle to the past. I thought that was a surprise. I mean, Pedro's taking a running back first round like that. Yeah, that uh, was their second pick in the first round. Yeah, it was. Rashad Penny to Seattle. I thought that was kind of a surprise there. At Eighteen. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah. Uh, Darius Geis falling like he did. That was a shocker to me. Not me. I figured out. I found out what happened. Yeah, you're saying the reports were what now? He was late to all his interviews, and like Philadelphia said, that was like that was one of the worst interviews I ever had. I guess I got like a shouting match in there. Yeah, that kind of worries me a little bit. Yeah, about guys because I kind of I like him a lot. Maurice Hurst, another guy that I thought was pretty shocking because he fell all the way to the fifth round. I know he's got the heart issue, but fifth round though, that's first round talent, man, for a defensive tackle. Christian Kirk, another guy that surprised the hell out of me, falling to the middle of the second round. That was a guy I thought would be picked late in the first. And Brian, by the Jags, dropping so far down, I thought he should have went higher. He was a top defensive guy off the board for linemen. That's great for the Jags, though, to get him. Add some depth for sure. Winners. I want winners. And losers. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. All right, before we get to the fantasy winners and losers, give me a team from the AFC and NFC. That are winners in your book. Give me one in each conference. Well, I'll start with the AFC. I'll go. Give me one winner from the AFC. I, I think a winner is the Dolphins getting Minka Fitzpatrick at 11 when I had him my third or fourth off the board. That's a huge boost, especially when they need a cornerback. As well as I think the losers, the Browns, they messed it up. They could have had Barkley and Mayfield. I understand they got Hyde and Duke Johnson, but if they really wanted Mayfield, I think he'd have been there at four. Yeah. Or even Bradley I thought, Chubb. I thought for sure taking him at four. Oh, same here. You could add him down there with uh, Garrett. Miles Garrett. And or you Miles got Jamie Garrett, Collins yeah. in the middle, too. Yeah. That could have been a nice... That could have been a nice little... Threesome in D- on defense, that's for sure, man. Yeah. Losers, Jeff. I told you. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, NFC. How about NFC? NFC? It's a, it's the same Packers are the winner, the Saints are the losers, because the Packers did that trade and raped the Saints, and the Saints gave all that stuff up. Yeah, they did for that for like the move up five spots, and they got like two draft picks this year and the first their first round next year. So the Saints got robbed. Yep, that's your NFC. Yeah, Are you kidding me? That's where I was going because I was I was going with the Packers for because all I got when they have eleven picks. 
Yeah, they had oh, the yeah, most picks in the draft. The I, went with the draft. A, I went with a different route. You can go that your route, you're gone. It's two different things. I think Green Bay did pretty well with uh, taking the two corners, man, first and, first and second. They with uh, Jair Alexander, yeah, and then come back with Josh Jackson. I thought that was pretty pretty solid. Josh Jackson fell pretty late, too. I was kind of surprised about that. Where did he play again? Uh, Iowa. That? Iowa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. AFC, winner and loser. For the winner, I'm going Tennessee Titans. In his first NFL draft, I thought Mike Vrabel killed it. And I really like what they added. I mean, they added Rashawn Evans, came back with Harold Landry. Some beast linebackers right there. The Broncos were a close second, I thought. I thought Elway was kind of wheeling and dealing and selecting solid players who can contribute right away. For losers, though, initially, man, I, w- I really wanted to go with the Buffalo Bills. They were my original pick. But I got to go Cleveland Browns as the biggest losers because when we released our first mock draft, I say Cleveland should trade back a few spots, maybe even with the Jets because... Like I've been saying, Baker Mayfield, to me, is the best quarterback in the draft class. And not many really see him as that. And you could have accumulated so much more draft capital and landed on the guy you wanted all along if this dickhead, Mr. Dorsey, real quick, if, if a grown man came to me, another grown man, and introduced himself as Mr. Dorsey, I think I'd be a little bit offended by that, to be honest. Because to me, Dorsey comes off as a guy who just thinks he's of like a higher standard than the fellow men he's drafting. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but when I saw that Baker Mayfield telephone call from John Dorsey to Baker Mayfield, he's like, all right, this is, this is Mr. Dorsey of the Cleveland Browns. I'm like, what are you a dick? Was this, was this frigging high school now? You go, I mean, come on. I think Dorsey shit the bed on this. Remember they said st- you ramble on too much, so let's just get to the point. All right. Well, I'm just <laughs> saying, man. fucking rambler. <laughs> just, just tell the teams that you think sucked and just give one reason and then move to the next thing. Well, I'm also giving Norm some time here. So anyway, I'm just saying real quick, man. <laughs> uh, and then, what? all right. So Baker Mayfield had won. They could have traded back, gotten Mayfield, accumulated more picks. And then at pick four, when Chubb is the guy everybody knows is, should be going right there, you could have traded down another couple spots and got Ward. I, I don't know what the hell they're doing, man. Don't know what they're doing over there in Cleveland. Just a dumbass general manager. Moving on. Sorry. All right, NFC winners and losers. I'm going to go Arizona Cardinals as the winner. The saying goes, even sunshine's on a dog's ass from time to time. And Thursday night, that was that time because I thought Rosen was going to be off the board no later than pick seven. And I had him going as high as three to the Jets if Darnold would have been the first pick by Cleveland. I got to give it to the Cardinals. NFC losers. You know, this one was tough for me in the NFC. I'm going to have to go with the Seattle Seahawks because I wasn't really crazy about many of their moves. Although they did grab my boy, Shaq Griffin. Love that dude. Go ahead, Worm. Who you got, man? Winners, losers, AFC, NFC. All right, my AFC is going to... I think my winners are going to be Denver. I think you get a good running back. Yeah. And I think you get Bradley Chubb. Which they're saying like he... Like, well, such, Von Miller on the other side. I think if yeah. it wasn't such quarterback heavy, he would probably been number one overall. You know what could have happened, though? Cleveland could have traded back with Indy, who wanted Bradley Chubb, gotten a boatload, and still taking Denzel Ward, I bet, because I don't think Denver's going there. They have safeties. They were going to go safety there. Yeah, and they could have got Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could have. And my loser, the Browns. I think we already touched base <laughs> yeah. and I got the same more than that. Um, John Dickhead Dorsey. That's that's my new GM in, in Cleveland. Yeah, you're, you're. I didn't realize that until you said it about him, like <laughs> him saying it like that, more like a superior, like, you know. He's as square as Tom Brady, I'll say that. Yeah. And my NFC is going to be the Saints as a loser, given all that, this to go up to get him, which they, I think they probably 
probably would have came to him anyways. And uh, the Packers are winners because you get, I think they got 11 picks. And I, I mean, two cornerbacks, they needed help with the cornerback situation too. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, 11, I mean, you get a lot of value more for the mayor. On the Saints, as much as Bill Belichick loves pretty boy white guys, Sean Payton loves himself some big fat guys because they drafted a shitload of, of offensive linemen. I don't know if you guys saw the undrafted free agents that they signed. But they're, they bring it, they're bringing in like six more offensive linemen into camp, which I thought was crazy. Got to make sure um, Drew Brees is safe. Yeah. Next question. Yes, he is. Next All right, question. man. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So how about some AFC and NFC winners and losers for fantasy players? Where is this at? Same on the same Improvising, man. What the fuck? Unless you, unless Stop you almost, going off the chart. Let's right, fucking read that. the shit we got. I'm skip that. Skip that. All right. Yeah. Because right. uh, <laughs> I'm trying to show out. No, no, no. I was just thinking to myself, maybe we could have put a fantasy spin on it. But no, because... All right. 10 questions. Moving on to 10 questions. NFL draft fantasy football style. All right, number one. The Untouchables. Whose backfield... Do you not want any part of in 2018? Broncos, Seahawks, Patriots, Redskins. That is my answers. I can agree with those. How about you, Worm? 49ers, Green Bay, Jets, Seahawks, and Cleveland. How come the 49ers? I don't know who the star is going to be. I don't know how. Um, they gave McKinnon a pretty big contract. I think they're going to. Yeah, well, they, they, they gave um, Tavis Murray a pretty good contract, too. And they gave Deion Lewis a pretty big contract. So. Remember DeMarco Murray got a pretty big contract, too? I don't think it really matters much. Went in Philly? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Williams will be the starter, probably. They loved him before he got hurt last year. They did. Now they love Matt Braden, too, though. Yeah, they do. But still, like all, the all reason Matt, Matt Braden had that role is because Williams was hurt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, Chris, who's your guys' teams? Yeah, I'm going with the Cluster F in Cleveland. Seattle's backfield with Rashad Penny on first downs, and I think process on third downs. That's just how I'm projecting it. But Seattle's backfield, um, I think it's going to be tough because that offensive lineman has not been upgraded at all. And they still don't have many weapons in Seattle, so that kind of worries me there. New England's backfield, it is uh, kind of a log jam there. I think Jeremy Hill or Mike Gilsey will get cut. Somebody will. I think I think Michelle will take over, though, the Dion Lewis role. I think he still holds fantasy, fantasy value. I can see Michelle possibly eclipsing 1,000 rush yards and six to eight touchdowns. We're not doing projections. We're just talking about a question. Well, I think it's a a backfield that you're gonna. It's gonna be tough to to trust those guys. I just think that so what could be a silver lining there with Michelle. All right, next one here. Now that the draft is completed, are there any fantasy star players who you think may suffer a hit to their production in 2018? I'm I'm worried about Devin Funches a little bit with DJ Moore coming in. I think he could take a cut back. And Curtis Samuel, the way he I know this, he's not a rookie. He came in last year, but with him another year under the belt, I think Funches. He's probably take the biggest hit this year. Okay. I think Carlos Hyde. I agree with Carlos Hyde too. Carlos Hyde. This at a running back and you, you got three running backs. I think all will touch the ball. Well, Worm, you said Nick Chubb was gonna be buried on the bench, buried backfield, then you wouldn't touch the Browns backfield, but now he's gonna get hit the most. I'm just confused. I still think he'll get touches. I think Carlos Hyde will be fine. So you don't think Devin Funches will catch a football? I do think he's going to catch football, but he's... Oh, this is Hayden. Yeah, I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> I think Hyde will take a hit, though. I think Hyde will take a hit. 
I'm going to go with Jordan Nelson. I think Jordan Nelson with the Raiders acquiring Martavis Bryant on draft night. I think Jordan Nelson, unless he can I think start Jordy playing Nelson, in the slot. I think that's a great play because Jordan Nelson will play the slot and he'll be the underneath guy route receiver. But the only thing about that, you got Gruden there now with Carr. Carr, trust me. He'd be all right. There's a stat I'm going to throw at you real quick too, though. I looked this up the other day. So Derek Carr, since he's been in the league, playing for the Raiders, do you know how many times he targets a slot wide receiver? Barely any. And who was the slot lot. receivers before? 5.4 targets a game. That's and a who was the slot receiver? It's a damn good question. Well, Cooper's played good in question. the slot some. Yes. Uh, Roberts. Yeah, well, Jordy Nelson's better. Well, when Cooper's in there, yeah, but now you have Cooper and Brian outside. Brian can stretch the how field. How old is Jordy now? 32, I believe. 32. 33. Jordy's gonna be injuries. Jordy's gonna be running those ins and outs all day long. He's gonna kill the tight. He's gonna kill the uh, still gotta get chemistry. I don't know. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Amari Cooper's a guy that moves into the slot because he struggled last year, and they, yeah, and they keep Jordy Nelson, game, Jordy Nelson outside good. where he's comfortable. Does Jordy still have Jordy speed outside? yet though? He still have the speed? No, nah, it didn't look like last year. That's for sure. Shall be interesting. Yeah. I think Odell Beckham Jr. could see a decline in touchdown receptions. Just saying. Just want to throw that out there because there's a lot of offensive playmakers in that offense now. Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. Now you add Saquon Barkley to the mix. I like my Eli pick. I like it. Yeah. A lot of talent around him. All right, next one. Which running backs drafted will have the most fantasy success in 2018? The most running back success? Most success for rookie running backs in 2018. I like Saquon Barkley. I think Barkley has the most success. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with Royce Freeman and uh, Ronald Jones. I really like those three guys. I like those three, too. Those are my top three, actually. I got two more yeah. for you, though. I got Sony Michelle also. I think he's going to be pretty successful this year. And of course you a do. sleeper I like this year is Naheem Hines in Indy. Duke can catch the ball. I think he's Duke Johnson 2.0. Yeah. And at, at worst, he's going to cover a third down roll. Most likely not. But, uh... Cool. <laughs> How about you there, Jeff? I gave you my answer. When? No, you didn't. I said Saquon Barkley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would it contribute there? It's I guess no one jo- saw that I guess Jones for Tampa. Yeah, I think Jones for Tampa too. I think Peyton Barber's gonna that sucks. I really, I really like Peyton Barber before that. Yeah. Pick. You like him because you have him in Dynasty. Yeah, I do. Here. Everybody you have in Dynasty, that's what you like. Just draft versus <laughs> Dynasty team and you'll win. <laughs> I don't know why you think that I talk about dynasty guys <laughs> on my team. But anyway. <laughs> Next All right. question. All right. Which quarterback is in the best situation and who has the most fantasy value in 2018 and in dynasty leagues? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Enough said. Wait, did you, uh, you say rookie? Yeah, among rookies. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Rodgers a rookie now? No, he said dynasty and quarterbacks in the best situation and who has the most fantasy, fantasy value. In 2018 and in Dynasty Leagues. Okay, oh. I take I think Josh Allen. I, like I say Rosen. Rosen. Yeah. I think we're all different here. Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield's in the best situation. I think there's the most talent around him. I mean, Arizona, you got an He's aging not. Larry Fitzgerald and nobody else to throw to. I don't think, you think Baker Mayfield's starting week one? No, no I don't said, think he's starting week know. one. He's starting all year this year. I think Baker Oh, he said Dynasty. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're probably in but Dynasty spot. for sure. And yeah, I think yeah, in 2018 yeah. too. I think for this season. I think he will start at some point because... Cleveland Browns have won one game in the last two years. Uh, yeah. And they need some friggin' excitement to put some asses in the seats. And I, I think they're going to have to put Mayfield, Mayfield in at some point. May, may, what if people come to the game. You want to hear a quick stat on the quarterbacks drafted real quick? 
I don't about for who in the last ten years. Can you name the one NFL quarterback picked in the first round that, that did not start his rookie year? It's only been one of them. Only been one. Jimmy Garoppolo. No, he was in the first round pick. Was it? Uh, only one, huh? Yep. Can you give me? Can you give me a hint? Uh, he went to college in the states of Florida. Tim Tebow. Nope, he actually played his rookie year. Believe it or not. Ready? You went to UF. Nope. It's the state of Florida. Uh, Blake Bortles. Nope. No, Blake Bortles came in late. Who was the hurricane? We didn't yeah. have nobody like that. No. Um, you want me to give you the school? Florida State. What, was it Christian Ponder, no? No, no, he played his first year. It was 10 years ago? Uh, no, it wasn't 10 years or ago. Past 10 I'm just saying the past 10 years. Damn. Give, me give a, up. I feel like I know. Give me, a better, give me one more hand if you can. Um, he played in Buffalo. How about that? That should be an easy one. He's no, white. um, FSU. No, he's not white. There's another hand. FSU. Um, what's the then? <laughs> what's his first name? EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel. Yes, only one that did not start. That was a first round draft pick. Does EJ Manuel even play football anymore? Yeah, he's a backup somewhere. I forget the hell he was. was I, remember he in that, I remember that one game against Miami. Not up the ten playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> he balled out on us. <laughs> Uh, all right. Who will be the most productive rookie wide receiver in the NFL this year among rookies? My boy, DJ Moore. I'm going with, uh, I think, I think Michael Gallup. It's funny. I actually agree with both of you. I have DJ Moore and Michael Gallup as my two guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think both of them are in good situations to <laughs> get a heavy volume of targets. Moving on. Which rookie tight end will be the most productive in 2018? I think we're all Hayden, in agreement here. I Hayden can't say Hurst. his name. What's his name? I think Hayden Hurst is because Flacco loves tight ends, and once t- Flacco gets hurt and he or he gets benched, Lamar Jackson's coming in. He's going to throw the tight end. Okay. Gasecki. I think him. Yeah, I think Mike Gasecki as well. I think he's going to be the. Yeah, I guess you're next. You probably are both right on that one. I like Hayden Hurst. You know he's 25. He's pretty old. Yeah. Being a rookie. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Whedon's like the oldest rookie ever. Oh yeah, dude, he was, was like he was older than me right? when he got drafted. <laughs> Brandon Whedon's older than me, and he got drafted in 2012. <laughs> so Crazy. <funny. laughs> Which rookie running back will struggle in 2018? Carry on Johnson, I think. It's craziest, I think. Sony Michelle could he could get fumbled once or twice in one of the first two games and be done. Yeah, I can see that happen because he did have a couple of fumble problems. I think Carry on Johnson. This, I mean, because you got Blunt. I think they still. Mm-hmm. I think Abdullah still gets some. Even not probably not much. You probably shouldn't. And I think Theo Reddick probably still gets some. Yeah, so they got a stable of backs over there too. Yeah, but I do like him a lot. I'm gonna go with. I don't think Rashad Penny is gonna struggle necessarily, but that offensive line in Seattle is pretty horrendous. I'm not sure how it's gonna look because we saw so many backs try last year in Seattle, and Chris Carson looked the best, but none of them really looked all that great. I'm going to say also, I'm going to say Balazs in Miami. It's going to be hard for him to find playing time behind Frank Gore and Kenyon Drake, I think. Yeah. But um, pretty big guy, though. Pretty big back. All right. Yeah. I mean, he could, he could be a goal line guy. He could be like a, like a Garrett Blunt kind of plotter type of he, guy. He has the record for most touchdowns in, most rush, like, touchdowns yeah. in the game. That was, I didn't, that was crazy. Yeah, dude's a big all, dude. I think all 15 touches, too. We had eight touchdowns? Seven? Seven or eight, I forget. All right, next one, number eight. Which rookie quarterback? Four backs will start in 2018. 
I think Josh Rosen probably has the best chance. Yeah, I think Rosen's the one main guy that's going to start. Yeah. I think Sam Darnold also, but I do agree with Rosen. I think Baker Mayfield also at some point. Unless Tyra Taylor just comes out just winning games right away. This might be Tyra Taylor's most talented stuff around him. You think about it. Probably is the most talented team he's been on, but... yeah. They added stuff, but is that still enough? I mean, they needed. They only had one game the past two years. Yeah, their their defense Suspect. was actually okay last year. It wasn't terrible, huh. but their offense was just garbage. You have to see. Yeah. Josh Allen, you think he starts this year for Buffalo? McCarron gets. I don't know, man, because we don't really know what McCarron can provide yet. Honestly. He did decent when he came in for Dalton. I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots make a trade trying to get AJ McCarron from Buffalo now that they have Josh Allen over there. Because I know McCarron was a guy Belichick really wanted, but McCarron didn't want to go there because he wanted to play right away. And now that may not happen. I heard some like rumor or whatever, like if um Mayfield if Mayfield wasn't drafted, number one, the Patriots were gonna try to get up and get him at two. Do you want to hear the rumor, the actual trade rumor? This was insane. All right, this is what happened. So the Patriots allegedly, according to Baker Mayfield's agent, was in talks with uh, the New York Giants about a trade for number two, the number two pick. The Patriots reportedly, according to the agent, offered the first round pick or both both first round picks, two seconds and a future second for the number two pick to take Baker Mayfield. Thank God that did not happen. I like Baker Mayfield a lot, but I don't like him that much. Not, not to man, give up everything. That's your... Rookie man crush. You'd have been he'd been on your team and and you could a little rub out session at that night, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's true, man. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I've, I've got the fantasy boner. I've got the fantasy wood from Mayfield. I ain't gonna lie about that. All right. Which rookie veteran position battle are you looking forward to this offseason? I don't really think there's a lot of player skill positions besides like linemen and stuff, defense linemen, other than that, realistically. That shoots off the top of my head. The one that shoots off the top of my head is the Washington Redskins backfield with Geis. And now you got uh, P. Ryan and Kelly there, Thompson. I think Rob Kelly gets cut. Uh, I can see it happening, though. Because they got, they're not going to have three of the same guy. Just Kelly was the best, space. best runner last year there. Yeah, he was until he got hurt. He's well, Chris Thompson prone. was really the best runner. He's been injured. Chris Thompson's definitely the third down back. Easily. Yeah, that's his role. That's true. That's his job. Guys could be a surprise uh, player. I mean, uh, it, it tells me, too, they don't like Samaj P. Ryan all that much. They're going to take Geis as high as they did. I think Geis is going to be interesting to watch over there. I think he could have come away with the starting job. What do you think, Worm? I don't know. You have one. I'll give you another one. How about Darnold and McCown? Oh, okay. I was just thinking running Rosen, backs. Rosen, Bradford. That means a lot of them. That go I, was, I wasn't even thinking of quarterbacks. I was thinking Carry on Johnson to Garrett Blunt. Uh, okay, I'll give you know? your quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one here. Which veteran NFL players are getting a boost for 2018 based on the NFL draft results? And which veteran players are you starting to be a little cautious about as far as their draft value for 2018? Some players, are, uh, their value's taking a hit. And some players, that their value's on the, uh, on the upswing because of recent team draft picks. Thank you, boy, Eli. Getting Saquon. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. And I can also stay with the Giants and go uh, on the decline part. I think, like I said, Odell Beckham, I think he's going to take a slight hit on his touchdown production. I don't know. Eli's getting older. They he drafted is. Barkley. They're going to use him. They're going to run him, I think, pretty hard. Pretty hard. 
What do you think, Jeff? Whatever. Jeff's over there paying about as much attention as he can afford, and from the looks of it, it looks like this mofo's you're in the red, buddy. Wake up. <laughs> Jeff's checked out. He's, he's he is done for the day. Half, half his brain is still on vacation somewhere. I was uh, I was building the truth for war. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. What question were we on? <laughs> yeah. Way to be involved, Jeff. Which veteran NFL players are getting a boost to their... Uh... I'm, I'm like you. I said, uh, I think Eli Manning... <clears throat> is going to get a boost having Barkley there. I think Matt Ryan is actually going to get a boost because he's got uh, Calvin Ridley coming. I think that's going to help him throw the ball a little bit more because you got. I think he's going to be better than Taylor Gabriel. He's, and then the guys who I, I'm worried about is this, depending where Dez goes, it could be OBJ or Adams, Devontae Adams, because if he goes to one of those two teams, I think definitely hurts Adams' value a little bit because Dez is going to get the ball as well as Beckham. If he goes there, that's less targets for Beckham. Then... Uh... Denver drafted a wide receiver too. Cortland Sutton, second round. Yeah, you like Cortland Sutton. You were talking about him earlier. I did. Year. I thought the Cowboys should take him. I thought the Cowboys needed him. Six five, four three forty. He ran FS. Yeah, damn, that's pretty fast for a big guy. How the hell did they not take him there? Four three. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. All right, you ready to get some mail back here? Yeah. Mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? Oh, shit, buddy. You gotta be kidding me. I got boxes full of... They've been asking for their mail. It's all they're talking about up there. Number one, now that the draft is over, where do you guys think Des Bryant will play in 2018? David in Jackson, Mississippi. I just said the Packers or the Giants, leaning more to the Giants. But you weren't. Oh, I was saying the same thing on the, on the way over there. I was saying he might actually go to the Packers. I think more the Giants, though. I think more Packers. Well, I'll say this. He turned down offers to go elsewhere. The Ravens offered him, uh, what was it? Two or three year deal to go there and he turned it down. I don't blame him. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we got Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no, I don't blame him either at the time. I mean, even if you get Lamar Jackson, you get a rookie quarterback. That's true, too. Uh, but clearly, he's willing to take less money to remain in division and face the Cowboys twice a year. In the division, I think Washington Redskins, they have the greatest need for his services aside from the team that released them, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he wants to go to the Giants. I just don't see the fit, though. I think he ends up having to bite the bullet a little bit. Stay If he wants to stay in conference, I think he's going to go either to the 49ers, the Seahawks, or the Packers. The Seahawks need to Yeah, they do. All right. Number two, how would you rank the top five rookie quarterbacks for Dynasty Draft? Kyle in Sacramento, California. Haven't we done this before? Did we rank the top five? No, we didn't rank the top five. We have. We'll do it again before. I think one is Allen. Two is uh, Mayfield. Three is Rosen, four is Jackson, five is Darnold. I'm go that is not by the teams at all. That's just my ranking. Might be a little different if we do by the teams because I think some people will play. Sooner. I like uh, Rosen, Allen. Let me go Mayfield, Lamar, Darnold. 
I'm going to go one through five. I'm going to go one, Baker Mayfield. Two, Sam Darnold. <laughs> three, Josh Rosen. We just did our one through five. Four. We didn't say the numbers, but we went one through five. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you were right, Joe. Four, Lamar Jackson. Five, Josh Allen. Similar to the new nickname for the Browns, have a new name for the Buffalo Bills offense as well with Josh Allen. The Dirty Dozen, because they're going to be serving up couch donuts. Donuts that got little hairs on them, lint, maybe some chewed gum, a syringe or two. That Bills offense is going to be nasty. And nasty, I don't mean that as a positive. I mean that as absolutely dreadful. The only positive for Josh Allen and Buffalo is that now Kelvin Benjamin will have somebody that can get him the ball downfield. That's really it. I can't really think of anything else. Whatever. And I'm not sure if AJ McCarron is going to start there or not. I don't, I'm not so sure. I think Buffalo is going to press for Josh Allen. They're in a, I think they're in a clear rebuild anyway. They got a pretty young defense. LaShawn McCoy's old. Don't really have any offensive firepower. Kelvin Benjamin is their best wide receiver. Charles Clay's been around for a while. Go with Josh Allen. And then you can pick a, your new quarterback either next year or the year after because I don't think Josh Allen's long for the NFL. How you trust Donald at number two? Have you seen the USC quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying they're going to do it like great. I, don't, I think this, draft, this quarterback draft class is overrated. The huh? only one that's been good, the only USC quarterback that's been good is your boy that you hate the most, Carson Ballmer. And I would even say he's been good. <laughs> Pro Bowl, he, I think he's had two good years in like tw- in like 15. He's been a Pro Bowl a couple of years now. Yeah, two years. One year in what, uh, 05 when he effed up his knee against Pittsburgh in the playoff game. And he had 32 touchdowns that year, I believe. And then just 20, 2015 with Arizona when he uh, <laughs> had that one just fluke season, man, where he played well and had a lot of good pieces around him. No, I think the draft class is a little bit overrated. I, I, I don't think Sam Darnold is going to be a great quarterback because I agree with you 100% about the USC quarterback thing. I've been saying that for a while. But I think he's probably going to be better than Rosen – and Allen and Lamar Jackson just if you look at the Somebody combine and pro day, he just look he just looked inaccurate as hell. For fantasy points, he's electric though. But maybe a bump Lamar Jackson number three ahead of Josh Rosen. I'm not really I know Rosen's the most NFL ready, but once Larry Fitzgerald goes, who the hell is he gonna have over there? Next one. I need a quarterback in my dynasty league. Which rookie quarterback should I target that has the best chance to play this season? Nick in White Plains, New York. Rosen. Rosen. Yeah. We're all on the same board. Bradford, how long is he going to stay healthy? He might get hurt in the preseason. Exactly. Um, <laughs> walk, he might get hurt walking to the training camp, trip over a fucking curve, <laughs> towards ACL again. Oh I, I agree 100%. Absolutely. And, and also say, you can really just take your pick because, like I said, quarterbacks don't really sit anymore, at least not first-round ones. And I think they could all play at some point this year. Lamar Jackson, I think, has the most difficult path to start. But if Baltimore gets off to a rough start, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jackson come in, you know, second half of the season. Yeah. I think Mayfield's definitely going to start at some point because Cleveland, like I said, has only won one game the last two years. They need to inject some excitement in there. Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen, I think, are the two safest. Absolutely. Sam Darnold, I think, will possibly start from week one, Don, because incumbent starter Josh McCown, that dude's old enough to be Darnold's dad because Darnold's just one year older than Josh McCown's daughter. Did y'all know that? No. Crazy, man. And then you got Teddy Water, who doesn't stand a chance in hell. What about Teddy Bridgewater? No, no, no. It's Teddy Water. Oh. There's no bridge, man. I dropped the bridge because he ain't the bridge of shit. 
That bridge has sank, man. It's falling down. Falling think, down. But was he ever really good? No. Okay, okay. Garbage. Let's, go, let's go on to the next question. Garbage. Let's go on to the next All question. Right. Oh Excluding God. number four. <laughs> Excluding quarterbacks. Jeff must be hungry or some shit. Sounds like an old guy. Just like, <laughs> You're rambling on over there. Like your boy said, stop rambling on about worthless shit. Excluding <laughs> quarterbacks. Who do you think will be the top three scoring rookies in 2018? Dana Barkley, Moore, Ridley. Barkley, Moore, Ridley. I'm going, uh, I'm going not in order. I'm going Barkley, Royce Freeman, and Ronald Jones. I'm going Barkley, Sony Michelle, just because of the Pats offense. And I'm going to Oh, boys. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey, come on. Now. Never fails, man. Come on. Never fails. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go what Royce Freeman, third for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> so Saquon Barkley, one, Sony Michelle. And I'm going to go Royce Freeman. Sonny Michelle's probably not even a top five guy. We'll see. You want to throw a challenge flag? Challenge flag. Yeah. Oh, there it is. All right. <laughs> I'll bet Sonny Michelle will be a top five rookie running back. You said top five scoring. We're talking about top five scoring rookie. Let's go. Not this oh, that's my bad. Top five scoring rookie of splitting quarterbacks. Yeah, I'll take that. Challenge accepted. It'd be funny if he tears his ACL in the preseason. I, mean, I guess I won up. that challenge. All right, next one. Who are your top three IDP picks in Dynasty Drafts? Tyler in Palo Alto, California. Top three? Uh, Rashard Jones, CJ Mosley, and Clayus Campbell. I'm going to go... What are you looking at me like that for? Well, Defensive players. Yeah. Play. Why are you looking at me like that, Chris? <laughs> Chris, uh, did you thought I said, who are your top three individual dick picks? <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. I didn't misread this. Y'all misread this. It says, who are Dynasty your top drafts. three IDP picks in Dynasty drafts? Yeah. Yeah. Not startup Dynasty. Dynasty they never drafts. said. It said Dynasty drafts. I don't know when their regular Dynasty drafts are going on. Okay. Uh, so then I guess uh, Bradley Chubb, Micah Fitzpatrick, and Minka Fit, whatever. Minka Fitzpatrick. And uh, you? Uh, that would be known as a Jeffism. We may all use Webster's Dictionary, but Jeff clearly uses the Archie Bunker version. What's that linebacker? What's the linebacker? Um, Raquan. Yeah, Raquan Smith. Raquan. Uh, I'm going Bradley Chubb, Tremaine Edmonds, Raquan Smith. Yeah, let me go Raquan Smith, Darwin James, and Bradley Chubb. All right. Next one. Can you give me a few late round rookie flyers for Dynasty Drafts? Carlos in Clearwater, Florida. I'll throw Braxton Berrios out there for the Patriots wide receiver. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess we should see where Chris is at. No reason why I say Berrios. I know it sounds like another homer pick. But um, I'm just saying he's the next man up in the slot post Edelman, who's going to be 32 this month, and he's coming off an injury. Is Edelman was that old? Yeah. I didn't realize it. Yeah. It's been in the league 10 years. Damn. He's, he sat behind Welker for a while. I guess we. I can say Mark Andrew might be a good fourth-round pick. Maybe um, Ito Smith. I think he he played pretty good at Southern Miss. Who do you talk about again? I forget. Ito Smith. He went to the Falcons. We're just throwing for oh. dynasty drafts. You know what I mean? And then because we're trying to take and then maybe uh, Justin Watson for the Bucks from Penn State. He he was a pretty mm. good player. There's a couple. I'll throw I'll throw a couple more real quick too. If C.J. Anderson doesn't sign with the Colts. And there's been a lot of noise suggesting that he will be signing with the Colts at some point. 
I'm kind of intrigued by Naheem Hines. Like I said, I think Hines is, is Duke Johnson 2.0, and I think he's going to be valuable in PPR leagues. Even if CJ does sign there, I think he could still yeah. hold a I think, value PPR. I think Traquan Smith holds a lot of value, and he'll probably be a fourth-round pick, too, one of the bottom 10, because, say, hope nothing happens, but Meredith doesn't play that well, then he can move right in when you got Drew Brees as your quarterback who throws the ball a lot. I think he's going to go back to throwing a lot this year. We'll see. No, yeah. I don't think they, they drafted all those linemen That's true for too. a reason, too. They have, I don't know. I think they run it. I think they try to keep him healthy as possible. Yeah, I could see that, too. Yeah, it's hard to, to see where they're going to go there. I'll throw one more out there. Like I said, I like Mike Kosicki a lot. Tight end for the Dolphins. Huge upside, extremely athletic. I think he goes higher. I think he goes in the first or second round. For tight ends? I don't know. Uh, tight tight ends aren't, yeah. I mean, like I said, Landry being out. We got Danny Amendola well, who's say, in we're talking for about, three or four we're, games. We're talking about dynasty drafts, though. Say you're, say you, perfect example, what's his name has? Well, like, let me tell you this. You, Evan Ingram was drafted in late third round last year in our dynasty draft. Yeah. By Christina, right? I think. I think so. I just think when you're, for a perfect example for us three, our teams are stacked at quarterback, receiver, and running back. I got tight end. I got, I got my boy Rudolph. Oh, that's right. I got Kelsey. So, what are you talking about? Chris needs a tight end. Second round, he might take him. I got Kittle. Who? Kittle could be okay. He could. Uh, he could, yeah. but he's not at our caliber. No. Not and Norm's got Rudolph, especially with uh, Kirk Cousins coming in there, who Wait. loves a tight end. Yeah. All right, next question. All right. Should I make the trade? I had the number one pick in my PPR Dynasty League. This is only our second year. I have Ezekiel Elliott and DeMarco Murray, not signed yet, frown face, as my starting running backs. Someone offered me the sixth overall pick, the 14th overall pick, and Devontae Freeman. Should I take it? Here's the rest of my roster. Ready for the roster rundown? Uh, Rivers, Bradford are the quarterbacks. Running backs, you got Elliott. DeMarco Murray, Tevin Coleman, Frank Gore, Spencer Ware, wide receiver, Amari Cooper, Julian Edelman, Mike Williams, Mike Wallace, Deshaun Jackson. Tight ends, oh, a lot like me right here. Ricky Stills-Jones, Julius Thomas, George Kittle. I think that's exactly your I that play. That, is that? No, I don't have Julius Thomas. I can play a you wide receiver though. or running back at the flex. You he, did have Julius Thomas. He did grab Julius. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? I did. Thanks. Stacy in Plantation, yours? Florida. Yeah. My opinion, I think she takes this draft. She's robbing that guy. First, you're getting Freeman, who's already proven running back. Then you're getting the 6th and 14th, and you need help at your receiver. So you can get a DJ Moore. Or even at 14, you can get Cal. You can get another running back at 6. You can take one of those running backs, and at 14, you could get, get a quarterback. I, I think you take that pick. I think Mike Williams played better this year too. He was he was yeah. had a lot of injuries last yeah. year. I think he, I'm I'm in taking the trade. What about yeah, I you? I think you take the trade and maybe take the trade and see what kind of quarterback he has. Pretty maybe. much, you're trading Barkley for all that, and yeah. I yeah. Barkley's unproven yet. Do we we think he's gonna be a good player? Well, yeah, we have high hopes, but at least you know what you're getting with Freeman and those you're getting those two other picks. Yeah, I think you do it, and maybe yeah, like I said, see what kind of quarterback he has. Maybe you could throw Demarco Murray in there because I don't think you want him. Well, they just released DeMarco Murray, depending where he goes. I don't know if you can, Wait, if you can tra- he put him in a trade back and get a, another quarterback. I think with the sixth pick, you take a, a either a receiver or a running back, and the 14th pick, you get a, a quarterback. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I'm, I'm glad we disagree here because I don't take it. You have a chance to set your team up really nice over the next five years. I, I don't worry about do being thin thing. at the other positions. If you can lock up potentially the best backfield in your fantasy league over the next half decade, I think you're pretty set. And you could with Elliott and, um, and, and Barkley. Well, I'm saying if you take 
if you take Barkley in round one, imagine you take Elliott Freeman in maybe or the sixth pick, right? Sixth pick, fourteenth pick. Maybe you get um your boyfriend, Sonny Michelle. You get your boy Sonny Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> take the trade, Stacy. How about everybody give us some feedback, yes or no, on the trades? Oh uh, yeah, because listen that trade. You, you take Barkley in round one. You come back with one of the big quarterbacks, or maybe a guy like Gasicki, a tight end, right? At the end of round two. Depending on how the league is formatted, and I, I wouldn't shy away from adding to the running back if one should fall to you at the end of the round two either. But if you could just start with that base of Zeke and Barkley, who could potentially be the top two running backs for the next five years. You don't know what Barkley's bringing you. You know what Freeman's bringing you. Yeah. Yeah. Freeman ain't bringing shit because he didn't do shit that last past year. He sucks. All right. All right. I don't take it. Last year, he had a couple okay. of Okay. So. And, and Tevin Coleman splits carries there in Atlanta. Atlanta's offense is. Matt Ryan's getting older. That team is not what, as good as they you, were. And Barkley, who's competing with Barkley? Who's taking touches away from Barkley in, in, in New York? Not a damn person. I don't take it. I roll with Zeke. You've seen I Freeman's play tape in the NFL. I don't care. All right. I've Chris. seen what Barkley, who Barkley is, too, and what he can do. You see, remember, remember Bishop Sankey? He was shit for Tennessee. All right. All right take, the, take the trade. <laughs> How about everybody okay. give us a vote? Give us a vote. All right, yeah, we'll do it's that. It's just the trade for we'll, Stacy. We'll, we'll throw up a poll question on the website. This email, we're more likely to get emails back. So trade for Stacy. Yes right. or no? Yes to accept it. No to veto. All right, number eight. Hey you guys, love the show. The draft was effing awesome. I can't remember a more entertaining draft. With that said, what is your favorite all-time draft moment, Damien in College Station, Texas? I think it's mine this past weekend because obviously I've never attended a real NFL draft, but being on the cruise ship, we were at the sports bar and there was probably about 100 to 150 people in the sports bar and probably 40% were Browns fans. And when they took Mayfield at one, they were all like, oh, okay, all right. And then they took Denzel Ward. Everybody was like shocked with all with their mouths dropping. Like 10 minutes later, the half of the bar was empty because they're all Browns fans. I think that was an entertaining moment for me. I like it. Oh, they really have one. No, I've got one. Got a couple. Anyway, I'm going to go with this one real quick. Let um, me guess. When they drafted Brady at sixth round, you're probably like, yeah, no. they drafted my guy. <laughs> no. One that's up there for me is laughing at mofos. One that's up there for me is laughing at all you mofos, Dolphins fans who were dead set on drafting Brady Quinn and Miami takes Ted Ginn Jr. And every Dolphins fan I knew was just like, what the F? Obviously, that was the right choice. I was going yeah. to say, but you know what? It worked out. <laughs> it worked out. Brady Quinn sucks. <laughs> yeah, he, did. Uh, he, he was just really strong. <laughs> but no, no, my favorite draft moment, though, is uh, the Randy Moss trade from Oakland to New England during the 2007 NFL draft. Talk about day three excitement. <laughs> How is that not exciting? <laughs> Come on. All right. Number nine. Can Who- you give us our most exciting moment that doesn't include the Patriots? Yes. When Brady Quinn did not get selected by the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing Bruce, Bruce Smith. Have that shit crying face at work the next day was uh, pretty entertaining to see. All right, next one. Who are some of your favorite draft picks from last weekend's draft? Craig in Portland, Maine. Like the player I like, this player, yeah. this players yeah. I like. Yeah, I like Der- Derwin James. Okay. That's probably, probably uh, I like him a lot. He reminds me a lot of um my boy Sean Taylor. Yeah, my I like the. Taven Bryan going to Jacksonville. I just think with that defense already, they're going to hell of a defensive tackle. You're being a homer with the UF thing. Taven uh, Bryan looks just like a, another another big white guy. Yeah. Me. He didn't look very muscular on stage, that's for sure. He, he controls the line. I think that's going to help them good on the outside. Eddie Vince Wolford wasn't muscular. 
It's a no, big he was. Body out that there. dude was a beast. Yeah. Uh, I like Calvin really going to Atlanta. I want to see what happens there. Got two little Alabama yeah. boys there running the routes. Rule time. I like, I like Minka Fitzpatrick. I liked him a lot coming into this draft. I think Roquan Smith's going to be a beast, too. I think he could be like a Terrell Suggs. What about that 26 pick? You don't like that one? I think he'd be better. Uh, 26 he, pick. Who is that? Sony uh, Michelle well, going to the Patriots? I was in 26. <laughs> well, Terrell, uh, uh, Roquan Smith can move around better than Terrell Suggs. Pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's more versatile. I mean, Terrell Suggs was yeah, Suggs you know, getting old. premier pass rush yeah. linebacker. Yeah, yeah let's go to the next one. I also like Darius Guys going to the Redskins. I think he has a great value pick. I think Fat Rob's days are numbered. And I like Tampa going with Ron Jones the second from USC and uh, Christian Kirk in Arizona. I also like Denver grabbing Royce Freeman. I think Freeman's going to be pretty solid over there. Lorenzo Carter, Giants. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Next one, number 10. What is something you've done that you absolutely regretted? Ryan in Spokane, Washington. To myself? Shot myself BB gun once. Did you? Yeah. I had a little daisy. I was I was playing with it. I was trying to get like shoot more more than one BB at one time. So I popped it and it shot it and it took my whole fingernail off. Had to go to the hospital. Damn. Thought I was gonna die. I, oh, was, like, I was like I was like thirteen. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was just bleeding. I was like, ah. Where are me sure it is it when I let me cut your hair when I shaved your head when you were little. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I was five years old. I'm supposed to tell you no, don't do it. <laughs> oh, it's my brother, he's here. Haven't seen him in months. Oh <laughs> man. That was the eighteen. He ain't got no choice. I got no choice. <laughs> then boy, he, he cut it off and brought the, brought the shaving cream, shaved it during the summertime. I used to do that to Kevin too. Um, yeah, shaving bald? No, no, but I used okay, to. We shaved me bald. <laughs> Straight, Mister Clean cut. Mister huh? Clean. Yeah, had to wear a rag on my head, <laughs> like a turban. Norm, Norm walking around Vera with a turban. Had to wear a rag because it was during the summertime. No, I was up north somewhere. What is yours, you Chris? That you absolutely regret it. Well, all right. Before I get to mine, man, Jeff, you I need, think to, you I, need I to go think... make a sandwich. You need to go. Uh, Chris, I think I know the yours is. Is that concert when you got raped? <laughs> no, no. There you go. Four in a row. Four in a row for you. <laughs> that shit just not going away. <laughs> you regret. <laughs> you know, I went to a concert actually this past weekend. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> you get raped again? Oh no! But I was throwing kids. <laughs> what kind of? What was the concert? Uh, it was Fort Rock down in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Who? Fort Rock. Um, I never heard of them. It was a no. It's a, it's Christian a festival. Concert. It's like a rock festival type deal. Uh-oh. Christian concert. Uh, yeah, Christian concert with the headliners Godsmack. Yeah. That makes a lot. Of sense. Oh yeah, that's uh, Godsmack. Yeah. <laughs> it does it does yeah. make sense. Yeah, I guess it could in some kind of way, maybe. Oh man, All right, Jeff, I... go make a sandwich, man. Get you some water, pull up a chair because uh, it's gonna take a minute to go through this one, man. Absolutely, so, I don't even know. Back in college, I was oh going to. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. That's like, I, go make a sandwich, man. I'm telling you, it's gonna take a minute. <laughs> so uh, I was going to meet up with friends and uh, and fellow frat brothers, Pi Kappa Phi, by the way. Uh, at a local bar in Troy, Alabama. I was 19 at the time. Obviously, we're pre-gaming because you can't drink at the bar. So uh, it was winter. I had a pair of jeans, you know, kind of baggy. I thought it was a good idea to stock up. You know, I'm a guy with the shit out of my pants, man. Had about nine little light bottles in my pants. I know, man. I always seem to have issues with pants and being intoxicated somehow in all my stories. But anyway, I walk in, man. We're all having a good time. You know, I met an attractive girl. I'm feeling good at this point. She wants to dance. 
So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go dance. Great idea. So uh, totally, totally disregarding the whole beer bottles in my pants, right? Beer bottle pants, just running around. Uh, I look like the effing Tin Man. Yeah, I, I could barely move. I look like I was doing the robot. So, uh, so no more than five minutes into this dancing on the floor, man. Bottles are just falling out of my drawers and breaking on the dance floor, and everyone's wondering what the hell it is. I'm sitting there like, oh, shit, I'm all alone on an island over here. Like broken beer bottles and glass surrounding me with waves of suds crashing on my shoes. So I just look like a total fool, man. A total dumbass. I get escorted out of the bar, needless to say. And for the rest of that year, when I would walk into a room or a party, they would all yell, Oh, here comes Chris! Popping bottles! Which really was the only positive in this whole F-Up situation because for the people who didn't know me or were there at the time, they didn't see me literally make it rain on the dance floor. They thought it was a term of endearment. And I was okay with that. But man, it was a Friday night when this happened. So I had the whole weekend to just sit in like anxiety about it. Like, shit. I just cannot wait for Monday. Cannot wait for Monday. Because as most of y'all know who are in college or went to college, every weekend there's parties to attend. And you don't want to go see the same people that you just saw the night before after some shit like that. So I cannot wait for Monday for people to forget to drink the next Saturday and Sunday nights destroy some brain cells and hopefully the brain cells that remember that night at the sports bar. But yeah, that was rough. That was pretty embarrassing. Uh, hey Norm, can you wake up Jeff over there? I think he fell asleep. I'm good. I was listening to your story. What you doing over there? Playing Clash of Clans? You got a story, Jeff? Yeah. My story? No. I've done some things in my life, but I can't really regret anything because on air. <laughs> There's some things I've done that I wish I wouldn't have, but that's not talkable on air. <laughs> the feds listening yeah you never know uh, I guess run, I guess selling my Escalade I regret that <laughs> the lag yeah oh my god yeah. The yeah that sucks yeah that was hard I regret getting this new car paying 800 bucks a fucking month holy shit jeez alright number 11 what would you do if you owned Carlos Hyde Duke Johnson Rex Burkhead and Doug Martin in a PPR Dynasty League, and you just saw what the hell happened in the NFL draft asking for a friend. Miguel in Atlanta, Georgia. I'll drop out the league. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you're okay. Still. You got Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, so I still think those would be the guys there. We got Rex Burkhead and Doug Martin. Probably should draft better running backs next time. Yeah, in that situation, oh, I, I would seriously hope I have like a top five pick in that draft. Who was your first four picks? I have no clue. Who was? I don't right. know. First four. Yeah, but if you got to stack that receiver. Yeah, maybe you might be stacked the receiver. Might have to move one of those guys with some. I don't know. Doug Martin's. You got Marshall Lynch. I think Doug Martin might be okay this year. You never know. Yeah, um, I still don't trust him. Yeah, I don't trust him either. If, yeah. if you can add a, a dynamic playmaker running back this year in the dynasty draft. He may have a good pick, you know. I'm not sure. Based on looking I'm at his running sure backs, I think he does. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Burkhead will still be serviceable in PPR leagues, especially like and like Jeff said, Doug Martin. You just don't know. After the draft, though, like I said, I'm I'm coming way down on Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson just because Nick Chubb is another guy just thrown into the mix. But I, I draft running back heavy in this year's dynasty draft if I own that team, and I just hope I yeah. get on the stud. Because you might have a good rest of the team. Maybe email us your team next week. Yeah. Or them guys. Okay. 
Number 12, would 12. you draft Shaquem Griffin in IDP leagues, Lisa in Tulsa, Oklahoma? No. No. I love this guy. I, I do, but- absolutely love him, man. And he's an athletic freak. I, I just hope this dude has amazing, an amazing career. It's but. hard to draft them because there's there's a top. You only get you play usually three or four on your team, and there's a top thirty guys that are you have to draft. So yeah. you could always draft him if you have no one you like, just to have him on your bench. But you probably be able to pick him up depending. Or on the spot for him. Yeah, I agree. I would. I definitely would not draft him though. Having said all that, because uh, he doesn't have a role yet. Other special teams, I guess. Yeah, if I was turning a linebacker, you know, I, I would add him through free agency or something. You know, for like a dollar or whatever. Just cheap, but I would not. I would not waste a, a, a draft pick on him. Sure. Next one, NFL rookies. Can you name a couple of guys that you think could bust for 2018? Dennis in Norfolk, Virginia. Rookies. rookies? Yeah. Oh, are you sure that's what it says? Because oh, that's that's what what okay, yeah, that's the one you missed when you emailed out to yeah. us. A couple rookies that could bust. There's so many rookies that could bust. Yeah. I don't think Nick Chubb's going to perform well. I don't, I don't think, think any skill position. Was, I don't think Baker Mayfield sees the field. I don't think this year is like past years where like they drafted a player. And they, like how Fournette, McCaffrey, they were going to impact play. players. And the receivers and last year. Like big. I don't think this year has that type of. That's a hard question because he didn't really give us in depth like who we think is going to bust. I could name half the people that aren't even going to play this year. They're considered bust because they're not playing. I guess what he's asking the people, high profile player that's got drafted. That well, let me go first because y'all don't know what the hell y'all talking about. So this question is actually written pretty damn plainly, plain English, easy. So, like Norm, you said, carry on Johnson in Detroit may not see a whole lot of touches. Yeah, in but he Detroit. wasn't drafted to be the, the, the no, main guy. Is what I'm saying. Fantasy for fantasy though. Yeah, but you're not going to draft him. There's only four guys I draft in a regular redraft league of the year that are rookies. Rise it right now. Nobody in his, other than Saquon Barkley was drafted to perform right away. I, I, I disagree completely. I think Josh Rosen is going to play right away. I think all these guys, Sam Darnold is going to play right away. I think Calvin Ridley is going to play right away. I think Calvin Ridley could be a bust because I think people are going to be high on him because of the name value and that he's going to be probably the starting slot wide receiver. And I think he's probably going to get drafted probably probably round seven, eight, nine. In round seven, eight, or nine in regular and redraft redrafts. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Where do you think he's going? I think he goes later than that. Maybe, yeah. maybe like 10, 12, maybe 9 to 12. Have you seen the receivers available round sevens through nine? No. Who would you rather have, Calvin Ridley or uh, Pierre Garçon? Pierre Garçon. Pierre Garçon. Calvin Ridley or Deshaun Jackson? Deshaun Jackson. Really? This year, I feel like the the chemistry probably better this year with them, Deshaun Jackson. I'd like to see Des Bryant go to Tampa. I think that'd be a good fit with Mike Evans. That could bust. I'm going to say, I think Darius guys could. Carry on Johnson. I'll throw him out there. I'll say Rashad Penny could bust because that offensive line in Seattle is still pretty terrible. Well, well that's, that's some of the backfields we said to avoid, too. So. Yeah. If you had to compare each other to current NFL players, who would you <laughs> compare each other to? Oh, shit, I even see this one to answer it. Are we, who would are you compare we, each other to? Norm, I think I'm going to go with JC with Chris. What do you think? <laughs> Jay Cutler over there. Mr. Pick 6. Yeah, Pick 6. Yeah. I'm going to have to put Worm as J.J. Watt. He picked 6 Chris pick that six, one day. Tip the, tip the ball. Took tipped it, to it took it to the I house. Yeah. And I, I, pretty much me out there was like Aaron Rodgers. I shredded everybody apart, throwing touchdowns left and right with no picks. The <laughs> bad uh, man. We can put Chris, we can put Chris as Jamarcus Russell throws the ball real far, but never gets the NFL play. <laughs> <laughs> man. Probably agree with me and Worm, right? Worm, JJ Watt out there is a defensive line, pick six on you, right? Tipped it and ran it back. 
Well, that doesn't really make sense, though. JJ Watt doesn't pick six. He ha- he's done that before. He's we on the line. Pick- he's tipped the ball and picked six. Richard Sherman, then, or something. Something that does it more regularly, I guess. I wasn't playing corner. He was playing. He was, was rushing. Playing, I was rushing. Oh, oh no, no! I got worms right here. I got worms right here. Here we go. Vince Wilfork. He had a he had a couple b- big picks. <laughs> big yeah. returns too, man. Yeah, he did. He did. That boy All can right. run. <laughs> Who am I out there, Chris? I was a quarterback. I'm going to say Josh Rosen because I could definitely see you saying that nine other teams made some mistakes. Well, you saw the way I performed that day. I threw like 14 touchdowns. Oh, man. <laughs> I also never forget that they had people out there playing rugby players out there. Well, it was like six six. Oh Those yeah, big ass dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big uh, man. That was a long time ago. Can you give some player comps for the following players that will be drafted high in dynasty? Who do you think these guys should be compared to? Saquon Barkley, Rashad Penny. Well, so let's just start with Saquon Barkley. Go ahead. I think he could be a Zeke. Okay. Nah, see, I, with his catch. Who's a good comp? Do you think for Saquon? With his catch, he can catch the ball, and he can run. Mm-hmm. So you thinking DJ? Let me go. Let me go, Sean Alexander. Oh, I like it. Uh, I'm going Ladainian Thompson. Duke can run I'm inside. Say, I was going to say LT. I was going to say LT, but yep. I said he can he's catch. a little bit thicker than LT. A little bit. He's got the shake and he's got the bake, man. And, and he can, can do jump. it all. Yeah. How about Rashad Penny? I was going to go LT right there. Were you? San Diego State, baby. I, mean, I, was, I don't think I've ever even seen any highlights of Rashad Penny. He's pretty LT, good. He's going to go to San Diego State. Marshall, Marshall Falk. Or Marshall, I mean, yeah, Marshall Falk. I meant to say Marshall Falk. My bad. LT, TCU. <laughs> That's, remember, I was I was high on Rashad Penny before the when we talked about the rookie guys coming in. Yeah, I do recall. Penny's got good size. He's got some speed. He's got potential. Yeah. I th- you know who he reminds me of, though? He reminds me of Jonathan Stewart. Like, pre-injured Jay Stu back in the, like, 08 through True. 2012. Jonathan Stewart without having um, D'Angelo Williams there? Maybe how good he could have yeah, been. Yeah, he could have been a lot yeah. better than yeah than what he was, yeah. How about you, Worm? Who'd you compare Penny to? I said I never seen any highlights on him, so I don't know. All I right. actually one player I've never seen highlights on. It was crazy. Right, how about Stoney Michelle? Edron James. I like it. I like that. Let me get um let me go Clinton Portis. All right, all right. Uh not don't go blowing up shit now because I'm not saying that he's going to produce oh, like this guy. Gosh. I'm not saying he's going to produce like this guy now. All right, Sonny Michelle. I mean, I've, I've been hearing comps the last couple of weeks to Alvin Kamara. I don't quite see that one. But I'm going to go with a fellow Georgia Bulldog. I'm going to go Terrell Davis. The measurables are nearly identical. Size, weight, speed, running style, TD. Two good years and then that's it. Yeah, he did flame out those injuries and stuff. I'm going to go Calvin Ridley. I'm going to go with... uh Yeah, Calvin Ridley next. Man, I think a lot... He's like a lot like A.J. Green. Yeah. Not that big, though. Not that big, though. 5'11". But I'm saying his play style, the way he goes up and gets the ball. Yeah. He, he attacks the high point, I guess. Yeah. I just think he could be nasty. And get those bounces and just run, outrun you. What's your thing, Worm? Maybe Chad Johnson. Okay, I like that one. I'm going to go, um, I've been kind of comparing him to this guy the whole time, this Golden Tate, polished route runner. I think he's going to be a solid PPR guy. I don't think he's going to be a solid one in 2018, but I think, I think he's going to be a good player, though. Is he bigger than Tate? He looks bigger than Tate. I mean, he looks... Well, he's a little more than Tate. Linky really like AJ Green. Yeah. yeah. Darius Juice. I'm going to go with... Uh, Darius Geis. I like Darius, the Juice name. Darius Geis. I'm going to go with your boy over there, Trent Richardson. I think he's going to play one good okay. year and he'll be done. <laughs> I like that one. That's 
I think he's better <laughs> shaped than Trent Richardson. I don't know what the play for him. So, well, maybe let's go. Let's go, Jeremy Hill. <laughs> I like him. Jeremy Hill. I like that one too. Yeah. Here we go. LSU guys. Just take this with a grain of salt. All right. Production. I'm not saying just ability, running style, who they look like. Marshawn Lynch. We're going beast mode. The remix. Uh uh-uh. uh He's heading. He's heading to Washington to party with Jay Z and Beyonce. Nope. <laughs> You don't think so? No. Dude, he's a trucker, man. And he's got a, he's a big dude. 5'10", 224. Dude can run people. I'm not saying he's as good as Marshall Lynch at doing it, but um, I think he's pretty comparable to him. You don't think so? No. How about Nick Chubb? Maybe maybe Mark Ingram. He's kind of a power runner, too. Okay. I'm thinking more of Jay Jai. I'm thinking more Lawrence Maroney. Because uh, Nick Chubb hesitates more than he needs to, and... Uh, I think Amir Abdullah could be a good comp when it comes to his, to his trucking ability. He had Marshawn Lynch uh, trucking of, uh, I mean, not quite to that point, but with Geist, and then you got... You say Amir Abdullah? Nick Chubb. Man. You know, Chubb doesn't do a great job breaking tackles, it seems like. I don't know, just from what I've seen. He's a big guy, too. You'd think he'd be able to, but uh, hesitation, lack of trucking ability. I'm going to go with Lawrence Maroney. Lawrence Maroney. Yeah. And these were from Terrell in Baltimore that sent these in. All right, next one. What's the dumbest thing you've done to hurt yourself, Steve, in Plainview, New York? That's easy. A couple of years ago, maybe longer. I'm not sure exactly on the date. Getting hit by a car? No, no. I was uh, we were at a baseball game drinking, and then like back in high school, you oh the, yes, the railings yes. you could slide down the railing. Yeah. Um. So I thought I could slide down like a 40 foot stairs of railing, and I slid all the way down, and I was going way too fast, and the gravity caught up with me at the end. And plus the the beers I drank and broke my arm, fell on my arm and broke it. I remember that. I want to shut myself BB gun. Shooting yourself again? Yeah. I got an easy one here. Do y'all remember way back when when I caught myself on fire? I never heard this story. I went like Michael Jack, like Michael Will Jackson, Ferrell. Richard Pryor. <laughs> you have an like Will Ferrell? Uh, yeah, like well, no, no, that was a fa- that was a phantom fire there. <laughs> no, I was like more like Michael Jackson, Pepsi commercial, Richard Pryor, crack running through the streets. I was heating up some oil, and uh, <laughs> the temperature reserve on the thing was broken, so and the heat just kept increasing. It just kept going up. It, the reserve was, was cut off, so I saw flames shooting out of the pot. So I go to put it out. And when I got close to it, man, the damn thing exploded and uh, burnt the hell out of my hands, my arm, my hip. It was nasty. I'll show you guys pics of it, man. Where is that? Nasty. This was, uh, I mean, it was here. It was, oh, it was local. Here? Yeah. Was it your stove? It was all messed up stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was damn. an old stove I had in the place I was at. And the coils? Uh, huh? It had like coils? Yeah, yeah, it did. And the reserve on the thing that's supposed to regulate the temperature, like when it yeah, gets yeah. too hot, it's supposed to cool off like or stay at that level. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work, and it just kept. It was, I mean, it was glowing red, freaking mess. All right, anything you guys want to say before we get out of here? No, not really. Jeff's going uh, away for a while. Going to go serve some time up in Michigan. Yep, he's got a corporate training. He's got to go to for like a month. The big worm, just you and me for the next month, baby. Next week, we're going to dive in a little more in depth. We're going to conduct a dynasty league mock draft. Four rounds mock draft. Our first 2018 fantasy football redraft league mock draft. We're going to kick off the first post NFL draft fantasy football redraft mock draft next week as well. Looking forward to that. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Check out the all new fantasy sports studios.com. 
And we're just two weeks away from releasing the 2018 Flex Max Draft Pack. Till next time, have a great week. See ya! Peace. See y'all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at FantasySStudios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash FantasySportsStudios. Studios.